you guys good morning what is up happy sunday daylight savings um having some coffee right now and my throat is a little coughing a little a little dry throat a little you know i had a little smoke session yesterday so my throat is doing what it does after that um it was only really a bowl but it was saturday morning i was like let's do this um i kind of forced myself to stay home yesterday uh we're gonna talk about lgbt mental health now this is not medical advice it's just some tips for people who maybe if they're brand new to health mental health or if they just want to know how to kind of manage things for themselves um one way to notice how to manage things for yourself or start managing things if like noticing when things are getting kind of out of hand um, one thing I noticed for myself definitely is, you know, things like, am I sleeping on time? Like, do I find my mind kind of like racing at night and I can't sleep on time? Or am I not waking up on time? Or am I waking up multiple times in the middle of the night? Um, these are always kind of signs that either, you know, I've got a major stressor going on that I'm kind of dealing with or not dealing with you know i might not be dealing with it but it's still like in the background so it might be keeping me up or kind of shifting my energy a bit here and there if i'm worried about something uh usually that comes up with finances if there's kind of some financial worry or illness worry like those two things i would say like health and finances can be really concerning um those aren't the only things, but I mean, like other people's health too. Like when you see other people around you, they might not be doing too well. They're losing jobs. They're losing housing. They're, you know, having a tough time, family members, friends, friends of friends, you know, it can be secondary, you know, it can be a secondary, uh, stressor, you know, it might not be like, oh, it's happening to you or in your household, but you know, for a lot of people, it can create a lot of stress because you, you care about the people and you're like, man, like that really sucks. And sometimes just hearing people's stories about what they're dealing with and feeling like, oh, they were doing so well, or, you know, I didn't know that like something like this could happen so close to home kind of thing, you know, like it's, um, it can shake people up a little bit, you know, it can make you feel less secure. Uh, especially if you feel like someone maybe had it together or it seemed like they had it together better than you did and to see something negative happen to them, like if they become homeless or like have to sell their car and now they have no transportation because they needed to like pay the, pay the rent bill or house bills or something. So they didn't, you know, prioritize having the car 
you know, or couldn't pay for it because I had to prioritize paying for other stuff. Um, that can be hard. It can be hard. And that's something that a lot of people are going through right now. I've known a lot of people lately who are really struggling with like jobs, housing, money. Um, Southern California is not an easy place to be. I know the same for like the Bay Area and, you know, New York. There's just certain places right now where, you know, we're really being hit like hard. And it's like, you know, I've mentioned before, you know, I live in LA. Um, I, I love to live back down in San Diego. The majority of my friends in LA have master's degrees, um, have really long-term work experience at the very, very, very least. And almost everyone I know has to share a place. And that in itself becomes a stressor of its own, you know, having to, <clears throat> sometimes when you're of a certain age, you know, I think one thing that, you know, for queer people, LGBTQ plus people, that, you know, when you're younger, usually the advice that people give you if things are a hard struggle is, hey, just wait, wait till you're 18, wait till you can move, wait till you can become an emancipated adult, you know, wait till you can gain your independence. And then you don't have to live with you know, maybe the family who might not be accepting or be around the people who aren't accepting of you or who aren't, you know, creating like a healthy, safe environment for you. You won't have to rely on them for your rent to get paid or rely on them, you know, to share a household. Um, you can stay away from that prejudice environment if that's what's going on. And nowadays, I know it's harder and harder for people because at least in the area where I live, people are being forced to live with people they don't want to be with. They're being forced to live in houses with people they don't want to be with, with family that they don't feel fully supported with. Um, you know, I've got a situation similar to that. It's like, I wouldn't say my family's not supportive. They're just not open-minded about a lot of things, like sexuality-wise in general, and just in general with you know, having, like, genuine, authentic conversations about things that aren't, like, superficial, completely superficial topics, like, they, you know, there's not really a lot of depth, you know, um, and when there is some kind of depth, it's always, like, which family member has some kind of health problem, or, you know, who, you know, which parent is, upset about you know some thing that's a pattern that's happening you know within the family um it's never really like something that you're gonna move forward with a conversation of like you know your actual like desires and feelings and like interests in life and things it's more like everyone in, in my family kind of keeps that to themselves I don't think people have a very high trust level with each other. Um, I mean, that's been long damaged, I would say. Um, so I know I keep, I keep, I play my cards pretty close. You know, I, I don't really feel the need to be pretty open with family members. I'm like, you know, like with my siblings, it's different. But with my folks or some aunts, uncles, I'm kind of like, you know what? You guys are a little too uptight about stuff and 
you know, it's just not for me. Like, I'm not, you know, I kind of got away from that. That was the whole reason why I was so glad to move and be in San Diego was because I was like, this doesn't work for me. There's not like a lot of authenticity here and I'm not comfortable trying to like make a more open environment and putting myself out there. Um, You know, it's just, everyone has to be on board with it. Everyone has to be on the same page and it's not even something where we can have like a conversation because, you know, people seem so easy to like feel blamed. Um, you know, some people don't really want to look at themselves and see their role that they play in other people's pain. They're just kind of like bulldozing through, like nothing ever happened, you know, and that's just, you know, for me, I tend to just avoid that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, I'll come and eat a meal here or there and act sociable, but I'm really not trying to get too close too quick or um put myself out there like I kind of know better like not everybody is kind of on the same page with how people should be treating each other and so it's not like a daily situation but it comes up it comes up and with the holidays approaching it's like uh more family time you know like sometimes that's fun sometimes it's not so you know I'm glad that in my family we don't really make too much stress around like gift giving like if we do it's fine to give somebody a little thing and if we don't you know it's fine we'll just eat watch the Lakers you know I'm chill with that like I'd rather just watch bad movies and you know watch the Lakers and stuff I'm not really all that interested in spending a whole bunch of money on everybody Um, That's not really my style, but guess we'll see. Um, It's harder and harder to travel now, too, though. Everything's so expensive, so we'll see what it looks like once the holidays roll through. Um, Halloween just ended, so holidays are fast approaching. Um, I'd say another thing to look at that I would notice is, you know... Your eating habits tell you a lot about your stress. Um, If you find yourself wanting like cakes and like just really unhealthy stuff, a lot of times a lot of that like comfort food eating is based on like stress. Like when your stress levels go a certain direction, your body craves the unhealthy like comfort foods, Uh, which I mean in moderation, you know, it's not like deprive yourself at all costs and only eat like organic you know fresh raw foods or whatever like you can eat a variety of things um and still be within you know within healthy limits you know not everybody can just cold turkey like never eat anything unhealthy it's really hard to do if you find yourself you know snacking or cooks cookies or chips uh, sodas you know all these types of like candies and unhealthy stuff um, and you don't find yourself wanting to eat healthy stuff that can be a sign you know that your stress levels are high and they're kind of driving what you want to eat um, for me I notice how irritable I feel around other people like I'm not so much that way when I'm by myself 
maybe I am, but I don't really notice because I'm not like irritated with myself, but I notice it more when I have to go and interact or like say if I'm going to get up and make some food or something and I'm like, oh, I just really hope nobody else is in the kitchen because then they're going to talk to me and I just feel like I don't have energy to like be trying to talk to somebody right now about whatever the heck it is they want to talk about. Like I'm in my head, I don't want to spend energy or effort, you know, I just want to come in here and heat up some food and then go on about my eating and not be interrupted even if somebody means well if even if they're just saying hi or like oh this is what I'm gonna do for my day today what about you kind of thing and I'm like man like I just don't and when I find myself not wanting to talk about anything even like simple stuff when I'm really not even busy like you know something's up you know I shouldn't be feeling that irritated for like no reason right but that's something that I deal with on a pretty regular basis I'm just like man but you know I would recommend for people you know try to have a doctor available I don't mean like only when you notice that you want one try to schedule with your doctor it's hard during the last of the year because everyone's trying to fit in appointments that their insurance is going to cover before the new year comes up because some people's insurance might change but try to make appointments get a general doctor or a primary care doctor you know that's covered by your insurance and make sure you at least have established care with them even if you don't have routine appointments because once you've established care and done that initial appointment and kind of they have some recommendations for you or not but you know even if they don't you know you can by that point more easily schedule versus having to get the initial appointment in where you're filling out all this paperwork and like sometimes they need more time for that and so you know it's harder to get appointments and then say if you need like therapy or something like that if you don't already have a doctor who can easily refer you to a therapist it's going to be a little bit hard you know to not not impossible some people have an easy smooth time but I've noticed, you know, it is really hard at the end of the year to get therapy because a lot of people start needing more help when the weather's changing, the time is changing, um, you know, the weather changes, the time changes, people have to deal with their families, there's a lot of stress around the holidays with finances, with, you know, expectations, with travel, with interacting with certain maybe potentially toxic people that you otherwise wouldn't have to interact with you know but you might be feeling more obligated towards that because maybe they're traveling to your town to visit your family maybe you're traveling to their town to visit you know others and they just happen to be some of the family members there um you know that would be kind of my tips for people just you know keep established with your doctors because the last thing you want when you're like feeling like okay I really want to like you know engage in some kind of treatment or like talk to a doctor I'm getting too stressed I need to like talk to somebody about this you know and then having to get that initial appointment where they don't even do anything for you in the first place they don't have any records on you or they don't have any updates on you you know it's going to be really hard you know to just start establishing um establishing a position there um 
and getting the care that you need because it can take a while. And so if you're able to kind of just get the ball rolling with that, even if you don't need it right away, then when you do need it, it's like, okay, they already have records. They can already be at a place where you've seen them a couple times, so now they can give referrals for you. Um, they kind of have some, you know, updates on you within this last year, so they can follow up with certain things. Because uh, usually on the first day when you see a doctor, they're not usually going to, I'm not saying never, but... They're not usually going to prescribe something for you the first day if that's what you're looking for. They're not usually going to like connect you to all sorts of you know, programs, uh, case management, all kind of stuff. They might, they might, um, but it, it can be a little bit harder. And then that first day at the appointment can be really lengthy if you've got a whole lot going on and it can be really stressful. And so if you already take care of that when you're like, okay, I got a day off, let me go like make this appointment. And get that out of the way and have some screenings done at least they've got your blood work your labs your you know information maybe a, a physical or something you know i mean it's not up to me to tell you what to do i'm just saying like if you already have that established say like a month later you're like dang man i feel like i really want to talk to a psychiatrist or get a get some kind of counseling or go to group therapy or you know talk to someone about aa or something like that you can easily just pop in and, um, you know, have a, have a meeting, you know, have a session that you can schedule. Because even when you start therapy, usually you're going to have to do a screening of some kind. You have to do some kind of an assessment, whether you're filling it out or they're filling it out. Um, you're going to have to, they're going to have to set like kind of the the framework for what you're actually doing most times you're not just going to come in and be like hey this is what's going on like you can but it's like it takes like a session or two to kind of like build the rapport and kind of like make sure it's going to be a good fit talking to this person um for queer and lgbtq plus people healthcare can be a whole thing um not just any doctor is going to be like your best choice all the time uh i'm lucky that my doctors are in la and so it's like they're familiar with lgbt people they actually ask a few questions like they don't ask a whole lot of questions but they ask enough that it's like i don't feel like they're like completely avoiding it or ignoring it um i've had you know referrals to different providers to do different types of screenings and they seemed very knowledgeable and were able to kind of ask me, hey, what do you know about this? Did they tell you about the next steps? Or like, you know, and then those providers would tell me like a lot of information about stuff I didn't even know, like what are your options and all this kind of stuff. And like, you know, whereas maybe like my doctor might not tell me everything. And then there's other providers that might tell you like a lot. And so, um, you know, some people who are LGBTQ plus are, you know, they're just going to be able to do everything like the rest of the mainstream majority culture uh, as far as like sexuality and gender related stuff. Like there might not be too much that comes up for them. Uh, for some people, it's not going to be an issue. Some people are going to be able to just go make an appointment. It's not there's not going to be any kind of specialty care that they need. Uh, based on, you know, them being LGBT, like, there might not be anything coming up.
but for other people, you know, they need doctors that understand things, you know, um, you know, I've got, you know, I've had doctors that didn't understand, you know, I don't know, like, for example, when they keep asking about pregnancy, and it's like, no, I'm not pregnant, like, I think you should know, like, I don't know how, I don't know, like, I know they can't just, like, assume, but then it's like, you know, it's a whole other conversation sometimes, um, or there might be therapists that kind of, like, don't really understand, like, if you're dating or not, or, you know, like, you know, I'm living with, you know, family at my, at my family's house, for me, you know, dating while I'm living here, and coming home to this house every night is not going to be an ideal situation, I don't want to date while I'm here, um, if I do, I'm going to be, like, sneaking around doing it, and, um, you know, not really sharing about it, and it's more of a stressor to date than it would be not to date, um, you know, just because people start getting nosy, they want to know where you've been, where you're at, they see that you've got certain clothes on, and that, you know, you're not wearing your usual Uber Eats delivery clothing, you're wearing something maybe a little nicer, and they might want to know, like, where you're going, why are you out all night, why aren't you coming home every night, you know, where, where were you, who were you with, kind of thing, like, people get a little curious, even if they're not nosy, they get a little curious, I don't really like telling people that I don't want to tell them what I'm doing, like, it's just kind of weird, because, you know, I, I always hope that people would just mind their business on that kind of thing, um, I don't really talk to my, to my folks and aunts and uncles and things about my dating life, like, that's not really any of their business, and they can't handle those conversations anyways, and so we just don't talk about it, and so, you know, I don't want to be running around town, you know, just hanging out, doing stuff, and then having people, like, oh, where you, where you, I wonder what you've been up to, kind of thing, um, and then for me, it's kind of stressful to be, like, trying to avoid those conversations, um, or not even sharing it with people, and just completely keeping it to myself, and being like, oh, yeah, I went to this concert the other night, and then somebody's like, oh, who were you there with? Like, nobody. <laughs> like, I'll go to concerts by myself, so that's not uncommon for me to be with nobody, but, you know, people are going to ask, like, who are you with? What are you doing? You know, uh, what's going on? Like, why aren't you home all the time anymore? Like, where are you going? You know, um, I just don't like that. Like, it's, like, it's too much. For me, it's a little stressful, um, and times like this kind of create those scenarios, because it's like, okay, like, I need to get a place, but it's gonna be hard to get a place, you know, um, there's certain stuff that I'm gonna have to have in place to actually get my own apartment, so, so far, I'm hoping that this internship will work out and will land into a job, I don't know how impacted and, and busy this internship program is. It's really hard to find information about it. Um, most of the information about it is 
from their own blog. Um, but yeah, like I think yeah, I think it's possible to um I gotta finish this coffee. Hmm. It's possible to kind of find a method that works for you. Um, it's not like the easiest thing on earth to try to find something that's going to work, but um, it is possible to find you know, a method that's going to work for you with all these things. I would say don't wait too late. Um, I would say most people... Could benefit from from therapy these days there's definitely been a boom in people getting therapeutic services and not every therapist is gonna understand like lgbt stuff just like if you you know partake of cannabis you know you're not gonna have a lot of doctors that are very very knowledgeable about it like sometimes you're kind of teaching them sometimes you're teaching them about your culture you know um sometimes you have to teach them about it you know and that can be a little frustrating when it's like like if you say something like oh i'm gonna go you know to weho with some friends and we're gonna go out and party and like they can't understand how that's stressful for you how you know either living with roommates or living you know somewhere else you know maybe you go somewhere where they give you like a hand stamp and it's like you know maybe you don't take a shower at night or something when you get back and then you wake up and over breakfast there's some hand stamp on your hand and people are kind of wondering like what is that like what's that stamp from like where'd you go to get that stamp like i've never seen that one you know or if you go to like pride events and all that kind of stuff like this summer I went to Compton Pride and I was happy to go. It was fun. And you know, I went to Compton Pride and had a good time and um you know um it was a little bit like like I remember coming home and having a whole lot of like free like all the free swag you get. And, like, sharing it with my mom, we had, like, some cookies, some breads, some snacks, some candies, some useful stuff like hand sanitizers, COVID tests, um, all kinds of, like, pamphlets for, like, healthcare stuff. And, um, yeah, it was really helpful what they had available. And, um you know, resources and everything like that, and, you know, I kind of hid the little pamphlets and things, and, like, took them out of the bag, and I was like, okay, put those in my room, all the, like, gay stickers and everything, um, and then gave my mom the other stuff, and I was like, oh, yeah, I went to this, like, free music festival in Compton, or, like, free community festival in Compton, I didn't mention that it was a pride festival, um, and, I've mentioned it before that I've gone to, like, Pride festivals, but for some reason this time I just was like, I don't really want to talk about it, but, you know, um, 
And it's just stuff like that that can just be like, like, even things that are fun sometimes can be like a little bit anxiety provoking. Um, it can be a little hard to like make sense of them. Um, I'm big into like a low stimulation lifestyle, you know, try not to spend, you know, all day swiping and scrolling. I do try to start my mornings. That's why I, I, that's one thing I like about having a podcast episode in the morning, at least one, you know, it's like, I can think about a topic. You guys know, sometimes I'm just talking and rambling about my random things that I'm doing for the day and that's fine. But it's like, it's something that's not scrolling on TikTok or Instagram. It's something productive. People might listen to it. You know, I'm sitting here drinking coffee. I'm hydrating. You know, I'm getting my energy up, doing like kind of planning out my day. Not everybody has the luxury of like waking up and like having like an hour or two in the morning, but it's like I like to wake up early enough to be able to do this. That's my motivation to get up early. Today I got up late because I went to bed late last night because uh, I decided to have some C4 just before 5 p.m. so that I could uh, try to work out. And my energy didn't pump up enough to really get in a decent workout. But I'd say I got in about 15 to 20 minutes of, you know, a little bit of core and, like, lower body exercise. I did, like, those scissor kicks and leg lifts and kind of, like, Russian twists, um, like, different variations of that, those kind of exercises um, for, like, a few sets. I did maybe, like, three sets of each or so. Um, so it wasn't really anything significant, but, you know, at the least, we'll call it stretching, you know, um, I do plan to do some delivering today for the noon deliveries. Uh, Sundays have become my favorite day because it's the least amount of traffic and everywhere isn't like filled, like Saturdays are busy, people are out. Sundays, people kind of stay in, uh, a little more, it seems. Um, Sundays people seem to stay in a little bit more, so it's not so busy out. It's kind of calm, and today it's sunny. It's nice and sunny. But I do want to do some job applications too. Um, I'm 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 finding it a little hard to kind of work at the speed that I'd like to work at. Um, that's kind of one of the harder things for me lately. Like I kind of set goals for like the week or for every few days or the month or a year, like, you know, like my goal for this year was to move, start the move back to San Diego in September. Um, but, or at least, you know, be on track to, um, you know, have, have the position, have a position uh, that's going to lead to that move within a few months. And right now, I don't have that. I don't have any position that's going to lead toward moving. Um, all I have is um, a potential internship and uh, some places that have contacted me where I can set up an interview. I saw this place. There was, it was some stroke place. I don't remember what it. It's for like stroke victims or something. I've never had a stroke, but the the work would be with stroke 
victims to what extent I don't know but they pay like 16 something an hour I'm like come on man McDonald's pays more than that like but yeah I, I would you know before the weather turns you know to raining and stuff like that I would like to you know get out of out from under this delivery stuff um uh, today my goal is to make enough money to cover my ticket for this this uh, upcoming uh, rave I'm going to uh, so that's about a 30 something dollar ticket so you know I have an account where I keep at least a hundred in there um, and then after I get that ticket taken care of the goal is going to be to move that account up this week to, to a $200 limit. Um, so I kind of do that every few weeks. I'm like, get another 100 or so, get another 100 or so, you know. And I, I don't let the account go lower than that amount of money. Um, and so I'm not buying stuff that's going to, like, lower, um, that's going to lower things for me. Um and you know i plan to be working on some music too um the software i use costs like 1999 uh this month or last month i guess rather in october i canceled all my subscriptions that i'm not going to be paying for i think the only thing i reinstated was my 999 icloud um backup because for iphone having just 64 gigs I can only clean out so much. Like, I clean out, like, up to, like, I think 10 gigs. Yes, or yesterday or the day before. Maybe a combination of days. Um, on my laptop, I, you know, freed up about 20 gigs last night. Um, you know, all my devices are kind of, like, over. They're all kind of, like, over on... Um, what do you call it? They're like over capacity. Um, I know with my laptop, uh, the backup goes to OneDrive, and then I feel I actually freed up a lot on my Google Drive uh, account so that I could put a lot of my documents on Google Drive because they're easier to find for me uh, I use Google Drive way more um, and so now the next step is to go through and delete that last batch of stuff that I had uploaded to Google Drive uh, last night it took it said it was going to take like seven hours or something I don't know how long it really took it took a long time it took from I started it around Maybe before 7 p.m. Yeah, I feel like I started it maybe around 6 p.m. I, I don't know. I wasn't keeping track. But let's say I started it at 7 p.m. And when I was laying down, well, maybe it said it was going to take four hours. And when I was laying down around, like, like I didn't have lights out till like, closer to, like, 10, 10.30 last night. Like, I was running everything late last night. Um... You know, it's Saturday night, you know, live a little. Um, yeah, so 
it was finally like all the uploads were complete by the time I was laying down. Um, I was watching August Rush before I went to sleep. Uh, I barely remembered that movie, but you know, I watched it and I was like, I kind of remember this, but I don't really remember. Um, I wanted something that wasn't going to be too like heavy. Um, and today, other than you know, delivering and job applications, I want to kind of work on some music. I've been on this app. It's called Figure. It's by Reason Studios, I think, and it's free in the App Store, and it's easy to kind of create little tunes on there. Um, you can kind of live mix and stuff. Uh, I find it to be fun, and it's a lot less energy-consuming, uh, and you can kind of just vibe with it, you know. So I want to kind of get a little better with it and learn how to use that. Um, just to kind of have more fun with it, uh, like, I'm not, like, super into apps like that, like, using apps for creating music, uh, because they don't have as much flexibility, but sometimes it's, like, if I just want to be creative and just, like, play with stuff, it's easier than, like, having, like, program something in or, like, physically learn how to play, like, an actual song all the way through. Uh, because I do play instruments, you know, I have a, a keyboard, it's a Yamaha, it's not full scale, and then I have two guitars, an acoustic and an electric, my acoustic's an, a Fender acoustic electric, and my, um, electric is an, is an RG series, um, electric guitar, uh, Ibanez, and so, you know, I've been playing those types of guitars since, uh, since I was in maybe ninth grade, and since I was maybe about 16 for the electric, and so I've only liked that, um, I've only liked those types of guitars, and, well, not only, but, you know, those are the ones I've stuck with, and then, um, so just, you know, sometimes, like, if I want to play a song, I have to, like, learn how to actually play it all the way through, versus on computer-related, you know, music writing, you can kind of program it in, so it just does it, and you just can copy and paste what you made, or, you know, like, take segments and copy and paste them, or, like, you know, use even the pre-settings for some of the stuff, you know, and then you don't really have to, like, learn the melody and get it right or learn the bass line like I, I do a combination and I fall in and out of writing music but I feel like it really helps to kind of work on my focus and put my mind into something where I can like see okay like did I literally just sit here and like organize the folders or did I actually write anything today like did I actually record anything today or was I just listening to riffs that I recorded way back in high school on some cassette tape or whatever? Like, what did I actually accomplish, you know? Um, and it's kind of motivating because you can kind of, like, get into the groove of it. Um, one thing I used to kind of do, I'm not really into this, but I used to kind of do this, you know, because on the weekends there's a lot of church services and a lot of them archive well and so I would wait for the worship music 
and try to kind of play along, you know, kind of make a little tune that's like, you know, on point with the, with that music. Um, and sometimes I find it uplifting. Um, in LA, I like, I like Hollywood, Seventh-day Adventist Church. I, you know, I was raised in the Adventist Church. That church is, it has a lot of LGBT content. Um, not a lot, actually, but they're openly affirming, you know, they have trans members that, you know, you'll see them on the stage sometimes, like, talking about whatever portion of the service, whether that's, like, the offering call or some kind of congregational prayer or something. They don't, like, say, oh, you can be, like, part of this church, but because of something that we are prejudiced about, we're not going to let you come here or whatever. Um, they're not like that. So, I don't know. Um, but, you know, I might try to go up there in the next couple weeks or something. Um... And, uh, yeah, I don't really know. I, um, um, I'll see. Like, I try, I try not to be, like, I'm not really a very churchy person anymore, but if it's going to be a positive environment where they actually do practice love and community service and they do actually try to practice you know, what, what, you know, without all the prejudice, you know, when I feel like it, I will actually sometimes want to go, and, um, just because I find it uplifting, it's like, why would you not want to go to a place where you're uplifted, um, where, where you feel like it's uplifting? I, I don't know if I've ever posted um, one of the clips for their church. Um, I know it's a sensitive topic, you know, I'm not trying to like preach to people what they should do, but there was a, they did have, uh, an episode that they archived on YouTube that, um, you know, I think would be worth posting. It was basically people of their church. I think it was like a gay male, a non-binary person, and a bi um female and they were on the stage it was kind of like a little panel and they would ask them a question you know and a lot of them were a lot of this discussion was about like how they've experienced the church like saying negative things to them about oh you're gonna go to hell or you know like one of them you know is a pastor's kid and like you know just growing up with those messages um, I found it, it, I didn't really watch the whole thing yet, and I might rewatch the whole thing, but, you know, I might post it below in this episode in case somebody's interested. I'm not trying to, like, tell people you need to watch church, or you need to go to church, or you need to be involved in church, or your life is going to be better, but I'm more towards, like, community. Like, if you can't go to the center, if you can't go to certain places, you know, there are online communities where 
there are affirming environments that might be attached to a religion. So sometimes it does make it a little bit risky and stressful. Like uh, another group is Adventist is kinship, SDA kinship. Um, they tend to be an older crowd. They're not really considered a religious organization. They're like an offshoot from the Adventist church. But they, they you know, they're on Facebook and they kind of post stuff about some of it's about religion, some of it's not, and, you know, I, I value it, it's just something that I value, like, I don't know how else to describe, you know, maybe because it's part of the culture I grew up with, but I value it, you know, even though it's something that I'm a little bit weary of, and a little bit like, mm, like, I don't really want to get involved with these people anymore, but, you know, I don't feel like it makes me feel worse, like, some of these things like kinship or the Hollywood SDA church, like they don't make me feel worse. Like you can actually see that they have representation. One of the main singers is a non-binary person who's up there almost every week. Um, I think they're Puerto Rican. I can't remember their heritage, but um, I mean, it's not like it's like the whole congregation is like LGBT people, but it's like you can tell that they're not pushing people away. And they're they're in Hollywood. They're located, if you take the 101 North and exit Hollywood Boulevard, they're right in front of that exit, this purple little church. Um, I think it's still purple. Um, and it has little, little bitty like stained glass windows there. But it's literally right across the street from that exit. And really cool, really cool place in my opinion. Um, there are other churches like that, like San Diego has a church in Hillcrest, it's like a, across from the post office DMV area, I don't know that little street, but there's this little street that goes behind uh, Gossip Grill, it's like the street that goes behind Gossip Grill, like between the street, between where Gossip Grill and the Wells Fargo are at, there's a street that goes back behind there. Like, um, Wells Fargo would be on one corner and Gossip Grill would be on the other side of the street. And then, like, so it would be the back of Gossip Grill. If you drive that street towards, like, the post office corner, um, you, you'll see a church on the left. It's like a, I don't know if it's like a Unitarian church or what, but it's a church on the left, um, and I think I think it's pretty cool. I think the idea of it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, like I don't really know like how I feel about a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I'm hoping to go to like a Christmas play this year. Um, that's something that I've been wanting to go to for like a couple years now. I kind of miss them. I don't really like the plays though. They're like the nativity story. Like that's kind of like, you know, if I want that story, I'll read the Bible. But, you know, I like the ones that are like the ones that they actually write the script. I mean, I don't know if other areas of the world are like this, but in LA, there's a lot of like obviously people who write scripts and people who like to act and sing and do musicals and stuff like that 
So I was always raised around, you know, whenever they have these, like, these plays that they put on for, like, holidays, usually I was around talented people, and so the plays were, like, really fun and entertaining. Sometimes they were a little bit depressing, like, Christmas stories where, like, people are, like, broke or homeless or something, but, like, it was relatable to people. Um, uh, usually they had happy endings. Uh, there was usually a lot of singing and, you know, a lot of, sometimes they were more interactive. It, they would have, like, Christmas carols in the middle of it and stuff, but I don't know. I'm kind of seeing, I'm kind of pre-planning what I might get up to this, this year. Um, but yeah, guys, that's kind of what I wanted to share today. Um, hopefully it's helpful and, um, I'm going to have some spaghetti for breakfast. <laughs> I know it's weird, but that's what I want to eat. So, all right, guys, take care out there.